You have just tuned in to the Shoot the Rock podcast. Who they rocking with, Joe? Who they rocking with? That's right. Remix it. Remix it. You're now rocking with the best. Yes, yes. You're now rocking with the best. What up and welcome back to the pod. I'm your host Robert Zaragoza, aka the Commish, aka Big Z, aka so big yet so sweet, aka the Latino Bleacher Report. Hey, what up? I'm about to do a solo pod today. Um, felt like doing a little bit of story time with Coach Z. Yeah, it's been um, you know we've we've had a couple little story times. We had uh, the Don Luis story. You know, we checked in this past week with um, with Lorenzo Mata. You know, he's telling us about his AAU days. We had uh, Cesar Guerrero, you know, telling us about his time in Hermosillo winning championships. We checked in with Isa Silva, you know, he letting us know, you know, how how his um, his college journey is just beginning, you know. And um, just the other day, um, I checked in with Big Tom Granados out in um, Spain. He, you know, he talked to us about how his season was cut short, how he's still out there. You know, um, you know his his journey from Weeder Christian to where he is now. You know, it's all these different stories, and I just wanted to kind of jump in and give you a little story time with Coach Z. So uh, I'm gonna take you back to the 2009-2010 season um, in Mexico, the LMVP. As I had mentioned last time in the in the my first story time. Um, you know, I was in Culiacan, you know, I let you guys know how I did there and how I went about and, um, Jalapa Veracruz at the time where I joined, um, was back to back LMVP champs. Um, so it's, um, I, I stepped onto a winner, uh, the season previously, uh, Gustavo Ayon was a player, um, Lorenzo Mata's rookie year. You know, they had players, uh, Big Vic Avila and uh, Victor Mariscal, which are national team players at the time. So, Lorenzo was still a rookie. Uh, Gustavo Ayon, um, he had signed a contract to play in in Spain. Um, so, he took off. Um, and I had earned my way um, onto the Jalapa uh, roster or coaching staff. Um you know, and I had to earn it. Um, I, I earned it by by being in Culiacan, by by helping take that team to helping take that team to the to the to the championship in the Cibo Copa. Um, we lost to Cananea um, in the finals, and after that season, I was you know um, the head coach. In Culiacan was Pompis, um, and he told me, well, I'm going to talk to Juan Manuel, um, the president of the LMVP and the president at um, Jalapa, and he's like, look, I'm, I'm going to see if we could bring you guys on, you know, it seems like you went and did well, you know, I really liked what you did, I did a lot of the scouting, um, I would do a lot of the pregame, um, I would break down film. And, and you know, just letting them know what the other team is doing, um, breaking down the team players, breaking down tendencies, um, stuff like that. So, you know, it was it was a lot of that, um, a lot of the scouting that I was doing. And you know, in in July, um, we got the call um, to head down to Jalapa, and at the time, um, Lorenzo and Jose Sanchez, um, some of you guys know him as Flake. 
we went down and we flew down to Jalapa and it was more of like, it was going to be like a preseason. And um, when I was there, you know, I wasn't sure what my job was going to be. I was just there and, you know, um, kind of waiting on what was going to happen. And, and Juan Manuel, uh, the owner at, um, for Veracruz, he was like, all right, there's this university league. Um, so Jalapa is owned by a university. It's called uh, Universidad Veracruz Jalapa. So it's kind of like kind of like you would do like a UC, like a UCLA, you know, UC San Diego, stuff like that. So the UV is Universidad de Veracruz. And we were out there and, you know, he goes, there's this college uh, team that I want you to coach and you're going to run it um, during the summer. So I was like, all right, cool. Like I was, I was down with it, you know? Um, so I was coaching this team and there was a lot of 18 to 20, three-year-old uh, guys um, you know some of them are, are just kids going to the school um, it's maybe one or two prospects that they have for the big team um, the the rookies that I had were Jesus Gonzalez uh, Cachui um, he's still in the in the in the professional ranks uh, as we speak and then the other kid was Cesar Martin del Campo and he was one of the players um, when we were in, in Culiacan. Um, you know, I sat down with with Pompis and we were having breakfast one day. And he's like, "Hey, bro, we're gonna need some some new new blood in in Culiacan." So he was like, "Let's let's let's who do you got down there?" So I called my boy uh, Soki down in Rosarito, and I was like, "I remember that there was a kid that was out there. Um, he played in in El Tec de Monterrey, and he was from from Baja." And I called him up and I was like, hey, Soki, um, what's up with Cesar Martin del Campo? He's like, oh, I know his brother. Like, you know, he, Cesar had played in some of our tournaments. His brother had played in in our Rosarito Clásicos and stuff like that. So we got a hold of him uh, when we were in Culiacan and we prepped him and we signed him um, to Jalapa. And we, we brought him down for the preseason uh, for the 2009-2010 season in Jalapa, so I'm over here coaching this this um, this university team, and you know they give me a minivan or like a shuttle bus, about 15 passenger. You know we practice once twice a week. You know my whole thing is just like let's go, let's run, and I got Cachui and I got Cesar, and like Cesar was probably like uh, college player of the year. Um, dunk champion of the year in college um, at Tecta de Monterrey. So when we brought him on here, and then Cachui was had already been training um, with the Culiacan, uh, and he he was on our roster, and then he had been with Jalapa. So so that guy was you know he was already in the professional ranks for like a little bit. Um, so I had I had two horses, you know. Uh, so we were going, and the first game we play. You know, we're playing in a bunch of little cities in um, in Veracruz, and we're smashing. You know, one of the games we we won like 149 to 50, so we almost won by 100. You know, we're playing in, in small towns, um, Papotla, uh, Poza Rica. We played in Veracruz, and at the time, you know, our season went, and we went nine and one. Um, we lost our last game of the season. Um, Caesar 
uh, Cesar was was battling a back injury. He had he had after one of his dunks, this guy was dunking sick. Him and Cachuey were averaging like 40 a game, bro. And uh, Cesar had um, messed up his back. I think he fell on his back or something, and it was pretty bad. And I sent him to the trainers. I was like, bro, like right before playoffs. So then. Um, so then Kachui was like my only scorer. I mean, we had other guys, but it was like Caesar and them, and then the other guys would just like spot up and shoot threes, and we had a couple bigs that were that were traditional bigs, and they would just rebound for us and kick it out, and they Kachui and Cesar would just go to work. Um, so going into the playoffs, we lost our last game. We lost Cesar, um, and we were kind of working our way there, and and um, eventually we made it to the finals. Um, we played against Veracruz uh, in, in Jalapa, is in the state of Veracruz, it's the capital, but then there's a city of Veracruz, and it's almost like a crosstown rivalry, you know, so a lot of the, the university was into it, we had a lot of fans, and it was a series, it was a five-game series, and we made it to game five, um, Cesar tried to play. Cachui was probably averaging like 50. That boy was putting in work, but um, Veracruz had some kid um, that we just couldn't stop. I mean, we, we could not stop. Cachui um, isn't one of the greatest. Of, you know, I mean, that boy could put the ball in the hole, but as far as that, during that time, he wasn't the greatest defender, and I couldn't have him in foul trouble, so... During game five, um, we you know we had another injury and we were shorthanded and we played and uh, the opposing team had a kid named Joel Reynoso and that guy just I want to say he dropped fifty on us in the final game and we ended up losing. Um, so anyways, I made it to the championship uh, on the solo tip as far as like um, coaching there. So I was in and that was like another proving ground for me. Um, you know, they were like, look, you did good in, in Culiacan and you're going to be able to try to run your own team here. So I, I did Culiacan. I did the the championship um, run with the university team. And then finally, um, you know, they were like, all right, cool. Well, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be on the on, on the staff um, for the big team. And for me, in regards to what the LMVP was, I mean, Jalapa at that time was you know, what the equivalent of what the, the Lakers are or the Yankees are. I mean, you know, like I said, they, they had just won back-to-back championships. So, you know, we've been there since July. My, my season ended in August, and we started our preseason with Jalapa. Um, and, you know, it was one of those things where I started meeting the, the coaching staff. I already knew Pompis from Culiacan. I knew Adolfo. Um... Adolfo was, you know, he's been in the tournaments, and Adolfo Sanchez, he's been in the Latino leagues and stuff like that. So, so we knew them. But the head coach that they brought in was um, some guy named Nestor El Che uh, Garcia. Uh, Nestor was, you know, um, Venezolano. Uh, he was, I'm sorry, he was Argentinian, um, but he had coached in Venezuela. Um, so, you know, during that time, we we brought in. I mean, talk about a training camp. Like, I don't think any other team in the LMVP had this type of fucking roster. 
um, at any of their training camps. You know, we had um, the imports that that Che uh, brought were Martino Somani, which was um, the Uruguay uh, national team starting point guard, and then they brought Leandro Garcia Morales, which is also another uh, Uruguay player. And then um, you know we had the the usual suspects of Lorenzo coming back, you know, Betty uh, uh, Mesa, uh, Victor Mariscal, Victor Avila, and then some of the new guys that we had brought in were Adam Parada. Um, he's from California. He played at UC Irvine. You know, he had played internationally. Um, we had picked up the rights to Ray Castillo, which was a lefty shooter. Uh, actually, Ray Castillo was uh, returning back. My bad. He was he was actually in Jalapa during the championship runs, um, and, and he was from Texas. Um, and then um, the three rookies, or actually like several rookies that we had on the team, were um, Adrian Zamora, Orlando Mendez Valdez from uh, Western Kentucky. Um, Adrian was uh, from Northern California. He had played in the Latino tournaments with Alma Latina before. And then, obviously, um, Cesar Martin Del Campo, uh, the kid that I brought on, uh, Cachuy Gonzalez. And both of those guys played with me um, after this season. Uh, they ended up playing with me in uh, in, in a couple of different um, teams. Um, Cesar Martin Del Campo played with me with uh, Titanes de Distrito Federal of Mexico City and Trigueros, uh, Trigueros de Obregón. Um, so so I had I had Cesar with me for, for quite a few seasons. Um, so anyways, the season starts, the preseason starts, and these guys are going at it, bro. The, the, you know, the practices are crazy. This Argentinian coach, he didn't know who I was, and he's just like, all right, cool, what do you do? And I'm like, I do preseason, I do scouting, I do whatever you need. And uh, one of the biggest moves that we had, so, so we got this roster of like a ton of guys, and then we have Jeremy Smith, another guy from Georgia Tech. So like tons and tons of players that we had, and we're trying to reduce the roster. Um, you know, and one of my first things, um, during this, this campaign was, um, I'll never forget the story We're we're sitting in the office and, you know, we've, we've cut a couple guys. All right. This guy's not going to make it. This American's not going to make it. You know, they brought in a couple guys from Americans from the season before, and we started getting rid of this guys, but you know, obviously the. The, the Mexican players were keeping all of them, and we have a super stacked lineup. Um, and then we end up uh, sending Martino Somani to um, to Cordoba uh, because that's a, a you know we had too many imports, and at, at a certain point it was like Che, who do you want? You want Leandro or you want Martin? And you know uh, Che was like, all right, cool, I'll take Leandro. So Martino Somani went to uh, Cordoba, which was an affiliate um, of, of Jalapa. And we're down to to the last, you know, we're going to redshirt some guys. Jose Sanchez uh, redshirted pretty much. Um, you know, he's on the roster practicing, working out. But um, he was just there uh, as a practice player. So was, we kept Cesar Martin del Campo as a practice player as well um, because they're rookies. Um, and then Cachui uh, was also um, on that on that roster of, of players that were working out, but we didn't we weren't gonna ship them out to other teams. You know, we kept them on the roster in case of injuries or whatever, um, and and they kept them in for practice stuff like that. So so we had that, and we were down to um, our official roster, and we were down to players 12 and 13 according to our list. 
And the last two guys that we had on our list was Romel Marentes. Um, he was a guy from San Diego. Um, and, you know, he had played at UC Davis. And Paul Stoll, which was a kid from Michigan. And, you know, he, he has uh, Mexican roots as well. So we're in the office and it's me and the coaching staff. I'm in with the coaching staff. And we're like, well, who are we going to pick? Who, who are we going to pick? Like to be this our 12th guy on the roster you know we have Romel which is he's doing everything we ask for you know he's he's solid you know he runs the point and we have Paul Stoll that you know same thing you know he's fiery he's he's aggressive he attacks the rim he can shoot like who are we gonna pick and fucking chair the head coach was like traeme los los dos so practice ended we brought them both into the office and i was like well, what's gonna happen you know so we brought them both into the office and chad was like straightforward you know they're both standing right there and chad was like look guys you know we have one more roster spot and we're really torn between both of you guys we love you guys you know you guys are you guys have been working your ass off in the preseason and you know you guys have been putting in the work um what do you guys want to do? Like, what's your take on being the 12th man? Because the 12th man is, you know, someone that's the last man on the totem pole. You know, um, you may get in sometimes. We, we need someone with great attitude. And Romel was like, you know what? Whatever you guys need. Romel had been um, a role, a key role player uh, the season before in Mexicali. Um, and Paul Stoll was coming from um, maybe another country. I don't remember exactly. Um, and Romel was like, you know what? I'm, I'm open for it. You know, Jalapa is a good program. We have some good guys. Like I'm, I'm down to be on the team and I'm down to give whatever you need, you know? And then we're like, okay. And how about you, Paul? And Paul was like, you know, I ain't a 12th player. You know, I'm, you need to get me out of here. Let me know where I need to go. Let me know what team I'm going to, you know, but I'm out, like, just letting you guys know, like, if I play against you guys, you know, I'm going to ball you guys up. <laughs> and the decision was made. I mean, uh, Paul Stahl was, like, out, you know. He was, like, cool. He doesn't want to be the 12th man. And he, um, we ended up uh, keeping Rommel. Uh, he was a great piece for our, for our team that year. And Paul Stahl was, like, fuck this shit. I'm out, like, this is bullshit, like, I need to be starting here, and, you know, he took off, and he ended up going to Cordova, and in Cordova, um, he ended up, I want to say he started off the season averaging, like, a double-double, like, every time I would look at the stats, I'd be like, fuck, Paul's killing it, you know, he was averaging 20-something and 10 rebounds, and then the following season, I want to say that he started off the season uh, averaging a triple-double, and, you know, he ended up uh, playing in, in Cordova and he ended up playing in a couple of different uh, cities in Mexico throughout his years. He's played in Israel a bunch of years. Um, he ended up on a, on a, a, a team in Israel, uh, Maccabi. And if you ever see um, the NBA preseasons, um, they're always using that team. Uh, I think he played against Golden State, stuff like that. So he's had his opportunity. He was on the national team, the Mexican national team, as a starting guard uh, for quite some time. So, you know, as far as, like, him knowing his worth, he was like, I'm not a 12th man. And, you know, he pretty much um, 
packed up his stuff and, and he was out, you know. So so that was always every anytime I seen him, um, I'm like Paul, bro. I remember that story. That's that was classic. So, you know, he, he kinda knew that. So anyways, still going into the story of, of our championship run. Um, so the season's going along. Um, we're, we're duking it out. Uh, Veracruz has a, Veracruz, um, the team that I had played in the university games, their big team was also um, strong and powerful and they are powerhouse. And it was like the, the, the rivalry. It was, you know, uh, I don't know. It was like a Lakers Celtics type of rivalry. Like there was no love lost in, in between them, you know? And, um, so throughout the whole year, you know, um, we're looking, I'm keeping an eye on them and, and, you know, they're keeping an eye on, on our record. And like, you know, both owners are like being real chippy and talking shit to each other. And they have their own little like rivalry there. And both of the teams ended up finishing 32 and eight during the season. Uh, we dropped both games to Veracruz, I think. Uh, during the year and you know we um, we ended up as the overall number two seed in the LMVP for the playoffs um, you know but just before that um, you know like I had told you before um, Mexico's interesting in that way um, we stopped our season right down the middle and we hosted a uh, FIBA Americas tournament um, you know, and at the time, you know, um, my job in Jalapa was I was the video guy. Um, so, like, for example, if if we were heading out to um, to a city, um, I'd go out to watch that team play. I'd go record those games. I'd come back. I'd break down the game tape and then I'd give the, the coaching staff a scouting report. And then we'd watch it as a team and then we'd be like, all right, they're running, you know, they're running this, they're running horns, you know, they're running, you know, one, four set, whatever they were running, you know? And, um, so I was doing that. So I was doing a lot of video game editing. I was doing a lot of the, the scouting. I knew who the players were, you know, I was breaking down the starters, how much they were averaging, like what are their tendencies, you know, where do they get a lot of their shots off, all that stuff. So I was breaking down game film like that. And then when, you know, so I wasn't traveling with the team. So I would see the guys on the weekend and they'd be like, oh, how'd you guys do? You know, and then I'd be at practice for one or two days and then I'd be on the road. I'd, I'd be jumping on a plane to Mexico City or I'd, I'd be doing, you know, whatever. Um, so I that was my job. I was, I was, it was Che and then it was Pompis as a first assistant. Then it was um, Adolfo Sanchez as a second assistant. And then I was, you know, the, the, the third coach or the, the, the scout. Um, so, so that's kind of what happened. And then the season stopped and they're like, all right, we're going to host this tournament right in the middle of your season. So it's not just like the LMBP tournament. It's like, um, we had teams from Argentina. We had teams from Uruguay. We had a team from Dominican Republic Dominican Republic. And then we had Mexico teams and every team had like two countries represented. So I think it was like uh, 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 Jalapa. I want to say it was like Soles from Mexico. And then every other team had like, every other country had like two teams. So we end up um, hosting that event. And during that whole time, you know, I'm watching all these games. I'm filming all these games. And 
you know, you it's it's a mini tournament. You know, it's like four or five days, and you're playing like back to back, and then a day off, and then back to back, and then the championship or whatever. So, so I'm filming game film, and for the next game, I know who we're playing. You know, the coaches are watching the game, but I'm breaking down the game tape. So then I'm breaking down the game tape. I'm letting them know who who the players are, who did well yesterday, what are they running right now, you know, and we're putting in like all these um, the game plan for these for these teams, and our team ends up winning um, our region, which is the Mexico region. We won that region. Uh, Jalapa advanced, and they ended up going to Argentina. Um, and the choice was made for everyone to go to the tournament. So then there was like another tournament and the whole team flew out to um, to Argentina. They left my, me behind. And I was like, you know, and, and Pompis was like, oh, how come you're not going? Like, da, da, da. And I'm like, look, bro, like, I mean, I guess only a certain amount of people could go. So I broke down tape of the teams that were gonna be over there. Um, you know, for what I could could gather, and we ended up going over there. And for each game, you know, there was no there was no game film, and you know, uh, our team ended up losing in the in the finals. I think, in my opinion, had I been um, part of that staff, I think we would have had a better opportunity. Um, for me, I thought I was doing a good job. So um, I'll always keep that with me. You can't take that away from me. I, I think we would have won that had I gone to Argentina. So I didn't go to Argentina. So I was hot. I was hot. You know, um, I'm I'm at the house with Flake at the apartments in Jalapa. And we're watching the game on TV and we're just yelling at the TV because you know what we're doing didn't. I wasn't happy with. But anyways, so. So that tournament, we end up, uh, we made it to the final four for the FIBA Americas, um, which I helped our staff qualify for. And then we come back. Uh, the team comes back and it's like, all right, cool, a couple more games and let's go into playoffs. So we're in playoffs um, and and we're, we're, you know, I'm still doing my thing. Um, our first um our first round matchup is uh, the Abejas de Guanajuato. So we, we, we're playing against the Abejas. Uh, we beat them 3-0. We sweep. Uh, when the team is in Guanajuato, I'm in Durango because I'm watching Durango versus Monterrey and Fuerza Regia. And then the games are going on there. I'm filming games. I'm breaking down game tapes. I go from Durango uh, to Monterrey, and then I go watch more games. So I'm watching their entire series and breaking down their series and I think their series went five games so ours was a sweep so I was breaking down both teams uh, rosters just in case we played both of them you know either one so I was breaking down game film Um, Durango ends up winning that and then um, so Durango comes into our our place and I'm over there in Cordoba in in Veracruz which is a couple hours from, from where we were at and you know, um, so there we are um, in Durango, and we are um, up 2-1, but this series is going head-to-head. Um, 
Durango is giving us a run for our money. We were the number two seed, but everyone in Jalapa hated the way we played. The fans hated the way we played because the year before, this guy, the head coach that they had was named some guy named Andy Stoglin. So Andy was like up and down, you know, run and gun. Like he had horses and he let them run. And the thing is, we had horses in Jalapa, but Che uh, Garcia, the head coach, was a systems guy. And he wanted to run offense. Like, you know, that was his thing. That was that was what he wanted to do. He wanted to run his system. And so we're we're playing and we we struggled. Uh, to get past Durango and I remember um, you know being back in the last game and um, we were up 2-1 and then Durango wins uh, to tie the game the series at 5 uh, to, takes it to a game 5 where it's 2-2 and um, you know like at that point our season's on the brink and it's a home game and I had already broken down game film for the next round. So then I was just like, okay, what the fuck is going to happen now? So then the season, the series is at, at 2-2 and I'm at back at home and, and all the coaches are like, dude, you need to be here. Like, um, you know, this season might be over for lose. So I'm over there and we like barely win. Like we win and like had the other team made a three, like we would have gone into overtime. Um, so we squeak by there. Owner's pissed off. Juan Manuel's pissed off. He's fucking, you know, mad at the world. And so we get by Durango, and we're, our next opponent is Pioneros de uh, Quintana Roo, which is from Cancun. So um, we're in the final four. So it's 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 Jalapa, Pioneros. We're matched up, and then it's Veracruz and um, and Nuevo Laredo, the Toros. So that's the final four, and. We're, we're sitting here um, not in a good place. Um, you know, we, we're in the final four, but like we feel like our backs are against the wall, you know? Um, so then I, I keep with my job and I drive out to Veracruz. I jump on a bus. Um, I, I get on a bus. To Veracruz and the bus station is like literally like the bus station you get off and you walk across the street and you're at the stadium in Veracruz so that's where I was and then our team was playing home because um, we had the home advantage against Pioneros and Pioneros uh, wins game one so I'm in fucking Veracruz and then I drive back home because it's like an hour trip or something you know, game two is going to start that next day. So then I drive back in the bus and I head back to Veracruz and I'm scouting the game. And I have, I'm in the, I remember I'm in the top, I'm in the top row uh, in the gym. I have my fucking tripod. I have my laptop right there. I connect to the Wi-Fi. Um, I got my phone in my hand and I'm recording the game. But my eyes are back at our, our game against Pioneros, we're down 0-1, and I'm watching the score, I'm watching the score, and we're, we're down by a little bit, we're down by, by a lot, we're, we're making runs, and I'm, I'm watching this Veracruz game, but I'm like, 
this motherfucking game don't mean shit if we fucking lose because we're fucking we're done we're gonna be down 0-2 and we're the number two seed so I'm in there watching this game like man forget this Veracruz game like what's going on in Jalapa sure enough is the final score and I'm like we lost so Jalapa lost we're down 0-2 against the Pioneros and I close my laptop I put my shit away I fucking put on my backpack, I fucking walk out the gym, and I'm out. Like, I go straight to the bus station, give me the next bus ticket to Jalapa. I'm in my in the bus, I'm texting fools, you know, guys are still, like, probably getting, you know, shit talked to, um, the fans are, are probably super pissed off, you know, and, you know, this is one of those things where it's like, we're, we just want back-to-back, we just... Uh, finished as a number two seed and we're going to get bounced. So I'm on the bus and I'm not sure if it was a group text. I don't think it was a group text, but I was getting texts like, dude, this is crazy. Did you hear? What do you hear? And it's the players hitting me up because, you know, I'm on the coaching staff. So they're hitting me up like, is, this, is it really going down? Is it really going down? And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? I'm on the bus, bro. And they're like, is it true that Che got fired? And I was like, no fucking way. Like, what the fuck happened? And they go, dude, we fucking lost. And they fucking fired Che. Che's our head coach. We're in the middle of the playoffs. We had just won the FIBA Americas. We had made it to the final four in the FIBA Americas. We're back-to-back champs. We go 0-2 to this team and they fire the coach and I'm going this fucking can't be true so I call bumpies or I call them and then they're like you know what I go um, you know we're gonna meet in the morning um, and and they're like um, you're gonna go with us to to Cancun I hadn't traveled with the team pretty much the whole year you know, I was on the coaching staff. I show up to practices, but when they were playing, unless they were playing at home, I was probably on, you know, if they were on the road, I was on the road. So then they're like, just have your shit ready um, tomorrow. And, you know, we're all going to to, to Cancun. Che got fired. So the automatic, um, you know, the, the, the progression of things is, is, you know, Che gets fired. Bompies goes from the assistant coach to the head coach. Adolfo goes from the second coach to the first assistant coach. And then I go from the scout uh, to the, I mean, the third assistant to the second assistant. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm on the coaching staff. Bompies is like, all right, cool. What do you got? What do you got on these guys? Like, let's break down film. Like, let, let's figure out what we can do against these guys. So we're breaking down film. I live in the same apartments as Lorenzo, um, Ray, Mariscal, all the all the team pretty much lives in, in the apartment building. So we get to the gym and everyone's like, El Che todavía está aquí. Che's still here, bro. Che met us at the bus. He had his bags. That fucker was like to Juan Manuel, which is the owner. He goes, Este es mi equipo. I'm going to coach them. Like, you got to give me that chance to finish out the season. Juan Manuel was not having it. 
Tia said, nope, you're out of here. This is fucking Pompey's team. You need to fucking kick rocks. There's no flight for you. There's no fucking, there's nothing for you here on this team. Done. You're fucking Tandara. You don't get the fuck out. So I'm over here like, what? Like, you know, just we're all in an awkward position. And, you know, for me during that time, I always had my camera around. I had my camera around. So I'm fucking, you know, uh, on the bus and, and recording. And we're we're taking off to Cancun. And I remember I had the camera and, and fucking Betty, met, you know, everyone's getting on the bus and, uh, you know, saying, what's up, you know, the camera. So Betty, I got Betty on the camera, and Betty's like, "Mira este way, como pinche turista, aquí con la cámara, eres pinche turista." Because I hadn't been on the bus, I hadn't been on the, the the team bus, so I didn't even know what the hell's going on. Like I don't know what the routines are or what. So I was just with it. Like I was like, "Cool, I'm I'm rolling," you know. It's my my first year of professional, so I'm I'm rolling. And you know, we get to Cancun. And me and Ray Castillo were like, fuck it, we're in Cancun, let's go eat fucking, let's go eat dinner. So we, we take off, um, I don't know, we go find a place. And at that time I hadn't gone anywhere, you know, like any, any city that, that was like this. I didn't have any downtime. And I think we had like maybe the afternoon. So we took the camera, um, we go and I was like, I don't care where we go, bro. I want some mariscos and I want to be by the beach. So we went to fuck fire restaurant. And I flipped the camera to myself, and I'm like, look, we're down 0-2, but we're still going to win this shit. You know, I'm recording because I'm documenting history. I'm not a fucking tourist. I was fucking fired up, bro. I was fired up. Like, you know, my whole thing was like, look, we we got to win this shit. Like, and I think we could win. Like, we've been held back, you know. We haven't been playing the style that we should have played. So Pompey's, you know, lets the reins off of the of the team, and we play in in Cancun, and we're in the Cancun gym, and it's different, bro. It's a nice facility, but it's like it felt like the seats were one on top of the other, and it was you know it wasn't like a bowl. You know, like where you sit and it's like a bowl and it's sort it felt like the seats were like almost a wall because they seemed like they were like the like the whoever constructed it was like, bro, you only got so many feet to the to the width. We need to fit in this many people. And they just said, fuck it. We're just going to go up, you know. So it was it was crazy. I, I set up the camera uh, for for one of uh, our our. Our managers and I was like, "Look, bro, you're gonna sit right here." And I, and when I looked down, I was like, "Bro, it felt crazy." So I told him, "You sit here. You're we're gonna record the game here. This is how you do it, you know." Because now I'm on the bench. So then I was like, "Cool." So I had him on the bench, uh, on the on the camera, and then I was gonna be on the bench. And you know, I took my my, my suit or whatever, and we're in the gym. And Bumpy's like, "Fuck that. We're just gonna run, bro. Like we got nothing to lose. We have nothing to lose. Like this is at this point." We're down 0-2, and we're like, fuck it, but we're going to try our asses off. So we do shoot around. You know, we let the guys know, like, look, we're running the same offenses, except when there's an opportunity to run, we're just fill lanes and and go. You know, uh, and if we have to set up, then we'll run, you know, some of the offenses. We modified some things. We took some things out. But it was pretty much... Um, you know, just like let's go. Like if you can, if you have a shot, like let it let it rip. 
And um, we get to the gym and we start doing our, our, our routines. Um, oh, I, I, I go to the, we go, we, after our shoot around, everyone's like, let's go, let's go shopping. You know, and I'm like, fuck it, let's go shopping. And um, like, that's what they did. And I was stupid. I, I, you know, these fools are making more than I was. So I'm over here thinking I'm fucking shopping too, but my dumbass wasn't making what they were making anyways so so we're shopping and we go to a watch store and fucking Noe Alonso's like fuck that's a dope watch let me see and then uh, Orlando's like hey, that's a dope one and I'm looking at it and I'm like ain't none of these watches fit my fucking wrist dog I ain't trying to buy no fucking watch and those fools are like they're like get a watch Z get a watch and I'm like nah fuck that shit I go I'll get a watch if, if there's any of these watches that'll fit me comfortably and I'm like, dude, this was nice. And I look at it as a silver one. Nice big face. It was an Invicta. And I was like, dude, if this one fits me, I'm fucking taking it. And then those things are like, dude, that's fucking nice. That's that's super sick. That'll look dope for you on the fucking, as a, you know, on the bench. It was a big silver diver's watch. Biggest, heaviest fuck. And um, we call the guy over. Hey, let me see it fucking clasp it on that shit's even loose on me bro and I'm like okay and you know it was a couple hundred bucks and I was like fuck do I need to buy it and I was like you know what I haven't treated myself thinking you know whatever that's my rationale I haven't treated myself to a trip to a to a gift for myself so you know what let's do it so I put the watch on cool you're the guy the feria and then I was like cool I'm, I'm fucking money so anyways fast forward we're back in the gym for pre, pre-game and um, I got my watch on I'm like fuck it this is my this heaviest fuck. I don't ever wear watches and I'm like this is gonna be my good luck watch this is gonna be my good luck watch so we're warming up and then one of the referees comes up and goes Oye, coach, ¿quién va a ser el coach ahora? And I'm like, Ángel González. He goes, porque hay otro señor que dice que él es el coach. And I'm like, so I, we're already in the in the team room, and I open the door to the dressing room, and I look, and fucking Che is on seat one on our bench. He flew himself to Cancun, he was in his suit, he made it into the gym, and he's sitting there waiting for the game to start. And I walk back into the fucking locker room, and we're doing our pregame, like we're talking about what's going on, and I'm like looking at the guys, and they're like, what? And I'm like, fucking Chaz here. And they're like, you're fucking kidding me. And I was like, dude, fucking Chaz here sitting down. And I walk over to Juan Manuel, and I was like, Juan Manuel, Chaz here. And he's like, what? Ese cabrón que se vaya la chingada. He goes out there, they fucking, they kick him out the gym after game one, or before the game one. You know, they kick him out. He's like, no, this is my team. I want to be with my team. He's like, no, you lost that shit. He goes, you lost 0-2. This is fucking, this ain't your team no more. You need to kick rocks. So then we play the game. So this is crazy. So we're playing. Um, Cancun's tough. And we win a game. 
and I was like, hell yeah, like, my good luck, wa- uh, my good luck watch, fucking did it, and and la casa no nos ganan, we. like, we were like, we ain't, we ain't fucking losing at home, we end up tying the series, and at that point, we were like, look, we have nothing to fucking lose, like, we're, we're playing on, on, not our money, you know, um, so I break down game film, and I'm breaking down game film for game seven, and I pop it in the cassette, and it's like, for me, it was more of like a highlight film, um, and I wanted to kind of pump up fools, you know, and it pretty much breaks down the game, uh, it's the game of, it's the video that I actually put online, uh, on YouTube, and it starts with this whole thing on how the series is going, how we're down 0-2, and I put in there, um, my, my camera, and I, how I talk to the camera, and I say, like, we're down 0-2, but we're still gonna win, and, you know, um, we play that game seven. We fucking ball out. And we end up coming back from 0-2 deficit, down 3-1. Um, and we end up winning the series. And it was a fucking ruckus. We made it to the finals. And we made that run. We made that push to the finals. Um, and, you know, Chad never made it back to the roster. I was full on on the coaching staff. We played Veracruz in the finals. Um, and they were the number one seed. Um, they were the number one seed when we were down there. So all my friends, you know, everybody that was in L.A. were watching the games and stuff like that. And I remember um, they're tough. You know, they they were a tough squad. They had um, Carlos Rivera, Ricky Sanchez, Aubrey, Jeff Aubrey, uh, Lawrence Hill, um, and, you know, a couple of those guys are still playing. Uh, a couple of those guys had stints in the NBA. So we were matched up pretty well with them. And our whole thing was like, fuck, look, we're playing on the road. We're in the finals. And we need to fucking, we need to steal a game. Because coming back into Veracruz was a madhouse. And, you know, we come back. Um, so we go to Veracruz for the finals. We're in the finals of the LMVP. So I'm tripping out. I'm like, dude, we're in the finals. And we lose. No, we get to there. We win game one. So we, we steal game one on the road. Everyone's fucking hating us, and it was it came down to a close game, and we're running out the tunnel, and I'm pumped up, and I remember, I remember uh, running out the tunnel, and everyone's like, "Chinga tu madre!" Fucking tunnel is just like flooded with people, just like angry faces at us, and they're and they're throwing beer at us, and I did the whole like. Like um, the thumb across the throat, like you know, like a like cut your throat type shit. Like I was like, yeah, they're fucking done, like that. 
And there, and as soon as I did that, because I made eye contact with a couple of people, and I was like, these motherfuckers are mad. As soon as I did that, I just like, like cutthroat, like y'all done. The flood of beer and fucking popcorn and whatever the hell they had fucking just was raining on us. And I was like, hell yeah. We ran into the locker room. And, you know, we prepared for the next game. But we did what I, what we needed to do, you know. We came in and we stole game one. The next game, the fans were way more crazy. Uh, we end up losing that game. But we're like, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, all right, we got three games at home. Um, you know, so... So we were just kind of like, look, we stole one. Like, let's let's look for the sweep and let's try to win three at home. So we lose, lose game two in Veracruz, and I'm running. You know, we lose. I don't know if it was bad or not, but I remember we lost. And we're just like, fuck it, we got, we stole one, you know. And I, we're running out the gym, and all the same people, all at the same tunnel, are giving me the same fucking cutthroat fucking thing. Like they're looking at me like, nah, y'all motherfuckers lost. So then we're driving back to. Um, you know, as soon as the game's over, we pack our shit and then we drive back to um, Jalapa. And when we get to the gym, because that's where we get dropped off at, um, there's already a line of fans to buy tickets for the next game. They were watching the game on TV and they were in line and they just started lining up. And the next morning we had shoot around and we went out there and we we took pictures with uh, the fans that were that were there. Like, oh, buena suerte, da, 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 da. And, um, you know, we end up sweeping uh, the next three home games and we win the championship. So, I mean, it was a fucking whirlwind, to say the least, as far as, like, how it went down. I went from the cameraman to the scout to the um, the second assistant, and I was able to contribute, man. I, I felt I did, um, you know, and it was, it was crazy. Um, I talked more than I should have, but... You know, that's kind of like my my trip down there. It was it was nuts. It was it was awesome. Um, you know, one of those experiences that I don't think I'll I'll ever forget. I still got that watch, um, and that's my good luck watch. Um, I, I've worn it for a lot of different occasions. Um, I've worn it for um, my job interview. Um, when I when I stopped coaching, I, I wore it for my job interview, you know, for my counseling interview, for my interview as a dean. Um, I wore it during my wedding. Um, you know, I still have it. It's, it's still dope. It still holds um, a good little memory. Um, they're like, Dad, where'd you get that watch? I got it in Cancun uh, when we were champions. So, uh, in 2010. So, I still got that watch. Still taking uh, favorite watch. But yeah, that's that's my story, man. Um, story time with Coach Z. Uh, a little, little, little longer than I thought it was gonna be. Um, I went into too many details, but you know, it was cool, man. Uh, my time in Mexico was crazy. Um, that was one of the good times. Uh, that was that was really early on, you know. But that shit was dope. So, you know, I appreciate you guys for for listening. If you're still listening, um, appreciate you for for checking in. You know, it's all love, all basketball, pura raza. You know, uh, cozy story time is over for today, but thank you. Peace. Yeah, yeah, we out. Yes, yes. You're now rocking with the best. Yes, yes. You're now rocking with the best. Uh, come from the wood. Yes, you're now rocking.
Yeah, we out.